Our stupidity may be clearly proved by the fact that we hold that buying refers to the objects for which we pay cash, and we regard as free the things for which we spend our very selves. We are eager to attain them at the cost of anxiety, danger, lost honor, personal freedom, and time. So true it is that each man regards nothing cheaper than himself. That's from Seneca. Alonzo Fields was President Harry Truman's butler, and he said, speaking of the president, he never seemed to have a problem, and no one could tell when something was troubling it. The issues that landed on President Truman's desk were not easy ones. The easy problems get handled long before they hit a leader's desk. His choices were usually somewhere between awful and cataclysmic. It's not conjecture. That's fact. After all, he was the one who decided to drop the first atomic weapon on mainland Japan instead of invading two absolutely impossible choices. Truman wasn't the pure example of equanimity that Mr. Fields described. There were documented moments of him losing his temper and being unhappy. They were few and far between, and they didn't last long. I'm fortunate to be close to several humans that move quickly through dark places and back into the light. I work with some, and I live with some. I have deep respect for those abilities. It's inspiring. It's not easy, though. When we talk a lot about happiness... Do what makes you happy. I'm happy. I'm not happy. I'm happy if you're happy. Are you happy? Lots of happy questions. Here's the problem with happiness. We can manufacture happiness pretty quickly. A bowl of Cherry Garcia, or your favorite whatever, that's happiness. That sweet chocolate bouncing against the subtle tartness of the cherries. And all of this wrapped by the silky vanilla wonderfulness that I imagine originated in Madagascar under the watchful eye of a troop of ringtail lemurs. Put me outside eating a bowl of said Cherry Garcia, and with a warm breeze, preferably tropical, and good golly, I'm happy. That happiness lasts only about as long as the sugar runs through my system, and then it's back to whatever state I occupied before. I think we need to stop trying to be happy and work on being satisfied. You might be unsatisfied with where you live. Buckle up, son of you, winter's coming. And maybe it's where you work, how you look, who you love, or who doesn't love you. It might be how you spend your time or what you don't get to do. I don't get to wander through back alleys anymore and places with people who don't look like me, talk like me, or think like me and take photos and learning about cultures that I don't know anything about. That makes me happy. But I'm not sure it would give me what I want because I'd want more and more. I'll never be satisfied until I control my need for more. After all, what I wanted 10 years ago is what I have right now, and unsurprisingly, it's not enough. I refuse to believe we can't get our insatiable appetite for more under control. And yes, it's ironic. The person who talks every day about being better today than yesterday is encouraging you to be satisfied. But Betty's about being better, whatever that means to you. And for me, that is, in part, the quest to enjoy the way the world is now. Not the way I think it could have been, or constantly focusing on the way I want it to be. Because if I do both of those, it means that I'm missing here and now. I'm after satisfaction. And that's work that I need to do on the inside. And satisfaction will come with beautiful mountainside home in the desert or a bungalow on the beach. That will make me happy for a moment or two, but it's not going to bring satisfaction. And philosopher Eric Fromm said, said it very wisely 
to have or to be? That is the question. The difference between having and being is the difference between a society that is geared towards having more and a society that is geared towards being more. For me, satisfaction comes when I can focus my monkey mind on doing things that have meaning for myself and those around me. When I can focus on being more, not having more. It means slowing down enough to see all the good that is here and realizing what matters. Relationships, meaningful work, and living our life to our potential. Our satisfaction is a factor of what we desire. The more we want, the more we will need to be satisfied. The less we want, the less we will need. All of this is inside work. All of this is something that we can change today. Want to be more, not have more. Everything has a cost. We don't always pay in cash. We pay in our very selves. The cost is freedom, anxiety, relationships, time, and more. Something to consider over your next bowl of your favorite flavor is what work can you do on the inside that will change how you see the outside? Take care, friend. You're not alone. I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, hit like and consider sharing it with just one other person who might find it helpful too. I hope you're good out there.